Hey guys, welcome to Nerd Dumplings. We recommend you games, movies, shows, and books. We are back, and we're going to give you some awesome recommendations this week. And let's go around real quick and say what's up to our peeps. How's it going, David? Welcome back. Doing well, how about you? Doing good, doing good. good. And then you got Nick. How's it going, Nick? Hey, doing good. Back here again. Oh, and we got Coco. How's it going, Coco? Yeah, could be better, but I don't want to discuss He's a hungry it. boy. He's hungry right now. It's okay. It's not we'll that. It David knows what I'm going through right now. <laughs> we'll find out next, next yeah. time. I don't want to talk it audibly, but I, I could be better, is all I'm saying. Okay, well, hopefully this helps a little bit. Alrighty, guys. Well, let's start with some highlights. Um, I don't want to start with Chris. He sounds a little, <laughs> sounds a little sad boy there. <laughs> let's start with David. How you doing, David? What's a good highlight you want to talk to us about? Uh, well, on Wednesday, since for whatever reason, my boss was just like, hey, you can come in later to work. And I was like, cool, I'll take you up on that offer. I watched a cool movie. And the movie was called The Vanishing on 7th Street, I think it was. was it, I, I, was, I always get it mixed yeah, up it with 7th either Street. 7th we or, looked at it or 7th yesterday. Street. Yeah. Okay. The Vanishing on 7th Street. And I got to say, it was one of those horror movies where... I thoroughly enjoyed it because it was more of a subtle kind of horror instead of like a in-your-face jump scare, jump scare, jump scare. So I had a lot more fun with it just because of that aspect. It was it was really good. Like you could see like things in the background happening because like the entire premise of the movie is one day people woke up and most of the city was gone. The only people that survived were people next to very, like, subtle light sources, like candles, or, like, you know, other things like that, or, like, the glow of, like, a glow stick. Very, very, like, very small light sources that happen to, you know, save their lives. So they all eventually meet at this tavern, and, you know, stuff happens from there. But it's very cool, because the antagonist is the darkness. And you... Basically, you can see the darkness creeping in at all times because wherever there's a shadow, there's darkness. So it was really cool and it was really creepy. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, I'd I'd recommend it, but you know, I'm not on movies this week. But that was definitely a highlight. Definitely cool a highlight. Premise. Yeah, definitely you spoke cool at a turn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm steal your movie next week. <laughs> uh, I also uh, looked cool it up David. and it, uh, it stars Hayden Christensen. So, you know, if you want to see uh, Anakin really? again, not being yeah. Anakin, but still. So, like, that, was, that definitely movie, was a yeah. little bit like, it was a little bit weird, but I liked it. That guy's always struggling with the light and the dark side. Pick one, man. Pick That's one. deep. <laughs> All right, cool. Thanks, David. And what about you, Nick? What you been up to this week and what's a good highlight? Um, I mean, not too much done this week, just been working and, uh, you know, trying to, I mean, I've been playing a lot of uh, Fallen Order, the Star Wars game, it's pretty fun, oh, nice. got through a lot of it, um, and pretty fast, you know, I got kind of addicted to it, mm -hmm. um, yeah, as soon as, like, the, what's it called, the new, um, series of, uh, fucking, or the new, uh, Umbrella Academy, um, season came out, I started binging that, so that took me off of it a bit, bit, bit. but I mean, I got pretty far in, in Fallen Order. Um, but that's basically what I've been doing, just working and doing that. I mean, that's decent. I mean, again, the the new season of uh, the Umbrella Academy is pretty good, so I recommend you guys go check that out on Netflix. How many seasons are there? Yeah, uh, three. It. There's three seasons now. Um, they're like I think there's like ten episodes each. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, pretty good. Pretty pretty okay. different from. It's been on, it's it's like on my list of things to watch eventually. Good. So you know, next time I'm on show, season? season two. No, oh, yeah. no, you won't. You won't get to it. You won't get. You to want it. to bet? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Talking about betting, Chris. What gambling? How did you gamble your life this week? It has nothing to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> what was your highlight? Uh, what was my highlight? I've been playing some games. Uh, I finished. Wait, what did I finish? I finished Weird West. Great game. Um, as far as the ending troubles, I can see why some people weren't fans of the ending. It kind of ends abruptly, but I didn't dislike it that much. Overall, I enjoyed it. I said you play as five different characters. I think I enjoyed the third character the most. And the third and the first characters have the best. The uh the story, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk about it. You play it yourself. But uh I ended up enjoying it. I did think that they I guess separating from Arcane Studios, I can finally like their games. So good on you, Wolf Eye Studios. Um so yeah, play it. It's on Game Pass. Seriously, play it. And then I tried playing yeah, it's it's really good. Like I kept enjoying it the whole time, uh, especially because the story and the writing is pretty good. Anyways, I tried playing a different game afterwards called Wasteland, specifically Wasteland Remastered. Now, for those who don't know about Wasteland, it's actually like an OG game from like the nineteen eighties. That series, Wasteland, heavily inspired the Fallout games. Like the Fallout games would not be the Fallout games without Wasteland. That's just facts. So I've never played them. They have similarities, you know, post-apocalyptic. They just play differently. Uh, turn-based tactical RPG where you put, you command a squad and whatnot. Uh, I've never played them. I've always wanted to. So I tried playing it because it's on Game Pass. All three games are on Game Pass, by the way. And I tried playing the original. They had the remastered version, so it looks, you know, nicer, fresher. I tried playing it on Xbox. Quickly realized, oh, no, this is not the way to play it. So I stopped. And I'm going to play it on PC. Because, uh, remember, it's an old computer game. And a lot of old computer games, even some new ones, but a lot of old ones have the whole, what do you ask the person? Literally type it out. And uh, that's not really a thing you can do on Xbox. It like prompts the fucking D-pad. I'm like, oh, D-pad, left, right, uh, how are you today, sir? It takes so long just to talk. And <laughs> this is, I just started the game. And immediately I'm like, oh, no, this is what I got to look forward to. So I stopped. I don't know why they would have that in console. Just, I mean, to try it, I guess. But they tried. Like PC, I'm yeah. sure some people that don't have PCs are going for it because you don't have a choice, aka you, Checo. But I have I a you choice. Can, so you can always also connect your your keyboard to the Xbox too, right? It's also you can. Like I that. think you can play it on the cloud-based thing, so you could play with your phone. Like your phone. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, it seems like a good way to play that. But anyway, so I didn't play Wasteland. Uh, I'm playing on my PC. Um, okay. Interesting. Then I played the Time Splitter series. I don't know if you guys ever heard of those games. Uh, classic games, very well beloved. I played Time Splitters two and Time Splitters Future Perfect because I thought that Time Splitters only had two games. As it turns out, they had three games, and I started with the third one by accident. So I kind of you know went for the best right off the bat, in my opinion. Uh, and I really enjoyed it. It was pretty fun. At Time Splitters, you basically go across timelines and just play as different characters and do some wacky shit. It's fun. It's a fun game, especially the multiplayer. If we ever have extra Xbox controllers, I'd like for all of us to play a multiplayer match. I played with bots. It was a good time. Then I played Time Splitters 2. Um, I did not enjoy that game as much. Uh, I actually rage quit towards the end. Um, because Time Splitters 2 is a product of its time. What I mean by that is it has GoldenEye controls. 
And I could tolerate GoldenEye controls when I played GoldenEye, you know, when I was a kid. And that's all we had. But FPSs have come a long way. And uh, going back to that shit makes me go, no, thank you. I'm good. And if, if you don't know what GoldenEye is, for listeners out there, put your hand out and move your face to, like, look around. Move your arm with your face as you do it. That's current FPS uh, controls. Your face is where you aim. GoldenEye controls is look around. But when you're looking around, your arm's the one moving, not your face. If you want to shoot left, you move your arm left, not your face. If you want to move your face, you got to use the other stick to move your face. So you're basically, instead of just looking at where you're shooting, you're basically going like this. I mean, you guys can't see it, but these guys can. You're just going like this all over the place, trying to shoot. And if a guy's above you, you're like, I just want to look up and shoot you. But no, you got you to gotta move your hand up to shoot. It's fucking annoying is what I'm getting at. And it was okay back then, because that's all we knew. But nowadays, especially after having played the third one, the third one didn't have GoldenEye controls. It just had regular SFPS shooting. So uh, I got to a level where you have to defuse some bombs, and which is towards the end of the game. And that, it was annoying enough, because there's a timer, right? And, so, and I'm trying to barely shoot the enemies. On top of that, they don't give you any health. You have to find armor very sporadically. There's like two armor sets in the whole game, or in the whole level. And I did the whole thing, got to the very end, beat the boss. I just needed to leave. Couldn't find the exit, died. Redo the whole thing again. Uh, no, thank you. I'm, I like my time. I have better things to do. So I uninstalled. Yeah. And uh, like You technically beat the boss, but then you couldn't get out. I couldn't find the exit. And I would have done it. Like I would have been like, okay, I'll try again. If they had a checkpoint after I finished disarming the bombs, because that was a pain in the ass. But they didn't. And I'm just like, do the whole th do the whole bomb thing again? No, fuck you. I'm out. I don't care. I enjoyed three. I'll play three. I'm not playing two. And some people out there are going like, Punch Punch Two is the best game. Good for you. Uh, not so good for me. <laughs> then I played Call of Cthulhu. Like I've been, I've been on Call of Cthulhu. Uh, I like Cosmic Creature games, and I gotta say, although the game is definitely not AAA, its animations are janky, the models can look ugly. I had a good time. Yeah. That's okay, about so. it. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I also learned about an actual commercially available prototype Goss rifle, and I'm interested in getting one. I mean, that sounds kind of interesting. I'm not a gun nut, but for a Goss rifle? Like, yeah. dang. I mean, right. I mean, a Gauss rifle is a mass accelerator. It uses electromagnetic waves to fire projectiles. And I saw it in action, and it looked pretty dope. Nice. <laughs> Only $4,000. Oh, you got this. Yeah, go for it, man. Christmas gift. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Save up. <laughs> yeah. All right, Chris. That uh, sounds pretty cool. A lot of cool recommendations there for games. Oh, shit. I forgot. I went to the Santana concert. <laughs> Yeah. Could have been, that could have been your highlight. Uh, that should have been my highlight. Uh, <laughs> if I'm being real here, I also saw Earth, Wind, and Fire with them. War played as well, oh. but I didn't really get to hear them because we yeah, got yeah. there a little late. I actually preferred Earth, Wind, and Fire over Santana. The audio mixing on the Santana concert, there was a no like my ears hurt. I was cringing with people in front of me. were like, ow, every time they played because his guitar was like mm. too tuned up, so it actually hurt my ears. Earth, Wind, mm. and Fire, I, I might have injured myself dancing is all I'm saying. <laughs> Damn. Sorry, my highlight was more that. of a highlight reel, but I had shit happen this week. <laughs> well, nice, nice, Chris. Good to catch up with you, though. That sounds fun. Wish I wish I went. Thanks for the invite. 
I mean, I remember when I said I'm going to a concert I don't know about. That's what it turned uh, out to be. So I mean, okay. Uh, we'll head. We'll head with some concerts soon. The Wiggles? <laughs> yeah, dude. You got a Wiggles concert? I'll go. Let's go, Wiggles. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Okay, cool. All right, cool, cool. And uh, I guess I'll finish off with my highlight real quick. And my highlight was a lot of reading, as usual, because I like reading. But I had uh, I don't know if you guys have heard of Coheed and Cambria. Uh, a little bit when I was younger. Yeah, exactly. Well, apparently they had comic books that came out with some of the albums. Hmm. Uh, yeah, and they're called The Armory Wars. Big boys. Big ones. There's three of them, and I just finished the first one, and holy crap, it's really good. And it's very meta, because if you know anything about Coheed and, C- and Cambria, the main singer is Claudio, and the main uh, character in this is also named Claudio, and it revolves about his family and like weird yeah, a lot of weird stuff that happens there the story is pretty uh intense definitely not for kids but uh, i guess a lot of the story also goes with the first what if, album what have you read recently that is for kids man oh man you're Wiggles alienating book? half her <laughs> i mean i don't know if kids listen to this so, so fuck <laughs> Right. Yeah. <laughs> I guess yeah. I, no, I, I guess most of the things that I have read are usually pretty mature. So I mean, that's kind of how I like it. You know, I'm not over yeah, here looking for kids' books. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, that was uh, I did have that one book, Skyward. That was a technically a kids or teens book. True. Yeah. True. And it once. The Armory Wars by uh, Claudio from Coheed and Cambria. Even the parents from the book are called Coheed and Cambria mom and the dad so it's so it's so meta it's so weird and meta with some things but if you like it's the like band you hit him so hard he disappeared <laughs> from existence man bro I, I, I like i face planted that was i want to say cringe but that's kind of funny it's so weird when you're first reading it and so many things pop up they're like sound familiar because of the you know the. so if i make a comic you know, i'll be like my first, main character's called coco and he's got a huge dick and all that yeah. <laughs> it's just fine put it in there put it in there man that's how it should be two parents are called ty a woman's named Rannis. <laughs> there you go wow. see so you're, you're, you're stealing his ideas but it could work but yeah <laughs> I, if you like the band coheed and cambria definitely uh go check that out and Really cool, really, really fun, really cool uh, songs and art in there too. Hmm? Uh, that's been my highlight, Armory Wars, and yeah. I'd say let me borrow it, but I'm already borrowing other stuff, so eventually, <laughs> eventually. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, guys, moving on to back to our schedule, which is going to be recommendations, our four nerd categories. We recommend you games, movies, shows, and books. And here in this corner, we like to start with games because we game it up. And we got Nick telling us about a game that he's going to talk to us about. So go ahead, Nick, Nico, Nicolas. Honestly, I wasn't super prepared for this one since, like, again, I've only been playing uh, Fallen Order for this past week. Um, Bruh. And we've already talked about that, you know. It has been talk recommended. About Tetris. I mean, uh, I mean, I like Tetris, but I wasn't the biggest fan when it was. Tetris, uh, Tetris 99? Okay, we're getting out of topic. Tetris cool. Connect and Tetris 99 are pretty dope. Yes, I agree. <laughs> ah. Okay, okay. Right, <laughs> and there's right. a VR Tetris too. Okay, that's enough. Yeah. Wait, there is? <laughs> yeah. Yes, so bro. Right. You want to play it? Come to my place. Topic. I got the game. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> that's nuts. We should, we should have a VR night. Anyways, Nick. Yeah. David's got the space. That's all I'm saying. David's got the space. I'm just saying. We have holy shit. I'm not bringing my PS5 though. Someone just bring something. Uh, You guys are tempting me. Jesus. 
All right, back to it. Um, so uh, this is a game I played a while ago. I had to go and find it um, in my uh, box of bullshit. Um, it's called Prey. It's on PS4. Which one? This one? Oh, I was actually going to stream it. Please, spoil it for me. Good. <laughs> no, it's fine. I actually have heard great things about it. It's um, it's very fun. It's got like a lot of jump scares. Um, it's not. I wouldn't consider it like a complete horror game. Um, okay. It's definitely um, rated M. Um, and it, it doesn't have like gore or anything like that. Too much of it, I guess. I mean, I, I didn't really run into much gore when I was playing it. Um, it's more of like just like a creepy, like you know, you're in a, basically like you're in this research facility in space. Um, and you're at first you're you guys are like researching this alien uh, life form that's like it kind of like looks like this like black uh, goop looking shadow thing that like you know you can kind of you guys have been researching it for a while now um and at first you know you know you guys uh you start figuring out a little bit about it you know you accept it into your body as like the, the main character you know the guy that you are you accept it into you and you guys are like you know experimenting with it and at first it gives you like these crazy powers and shit but eventually it, it does take like your memory away Ooh. so um at some point like you, it, um, you basically just like lose all your memory and that's kind of like the premise of the game basically like you're going around trying to figure out who you are and what the hell happened but anyways uh back to it um so yeah you guys are experimenting on this like life form and then at some point it just basically like gets out and starts taking over like the whole facility kills out most of like the the researchers and everyone else I'm pretty sure like you're basically the only one alive left other than like the life form. So you're just exploring this research facility in space. Um, everything's just fucked up and broken. Um, you're trying to fix things. You're trying to get this, uh, the facility to work again. Every the, the life form or like the, there's, it's got like all these like little minions and all these like little freaking shadow goop aliens just roaming around trying to like kill you. So it's uh it's pretty intense and it's got again like I just said earlier it has like a lot of jump uh jump scares so like it'll get you that way but I mean I wouldn't consider it like a complete horror game but it is kind of creepy you know just walking around like a abandoned facility with like you know it gets kind of dark um but yeah it's it's pretty fun you know you find a bunch of guns and shit like you get like a shotgun and a bunch of like other different guns and stuff is this at all related to the original prey because I remember I played the original Prey back when it came out on the Xbox 360. Is this at all tied really into it? Sure. Yeah. Uh, really in that one, you play it. as like a Native American who is got kidnapped by aliens, and your girlfriend and your family also got kidnapped by aliens, and you're fighting through their like UFO. Uh, t- I don't know. Really. It doesn't any seem references? Like at all. No, okay. it doesn't really seem. Just like, like I, I haven't seen anything. You're basically like yeah. You're just. I mean, it, it doesn't seem like there. It's like a sequel or anything it's just okay. some random guy you're i guess you you are morgan you basically just like a scientist so mm. i don't really i, I think like a new like story i wonder if yeah, there's any easter eggs at least i'm sure i'll catch probably. probably i mean i wouldn't yeah. doubt it that's cool though but anyways yeah you get like these uh you get guns and like a bunch of different stuff like from you know space guns and all that stuff um like more futuristic stuff and then you also get these powers that you start figuring out throughout the game you know you get more and more powers obviously throughout the game and you can do more things with them and kill the the monsters and the or the aliens a little quicker um which honestly the aliens are pretty hard to kill they're not easy at all they're but yeah it's a it's a pretty good like sci-fi thriller kind of thing where like you could just you know get into and it's definitely one of those games you want to play in the dark you know so that way you get a little more immersed um but yeah i definitely recommend it it's it's by like arcane studios and bethesda so it's definitely got like really good graphics and stuff and really good um you know mechanics but uh yeah most of okay. it's like you know 
pretty dark. So again, like it's not like one of those games that you can just pop in and like you know have a little fun time with or try to kill time with. But you know you gotta actually have to get into it. I actually uh, downloaded it this past week in preparation to stream it at some point. But maybe I should just say fuck that and just play for myself. Go for it. I mean, again, it's really good. I I got really into it. It's one of those like it's kind of like what I was doing with a. Uh, fall in order you know like you start playing it and then you just can't put it down for a while until like you got you get kind of stuck you know did you ever play the dlc i heard it's kind of uh, like prop hunt no i haven't really touched the dlc Called I, got, Crash, I, just, I, I just bought this shit like from like gamestop for like 15 bucks and i just killed it okay because it looked really good but um yeah i'll probably look into the dlc if i, I heard the dlc is pretty fun if you don't know what prop have you ever played prop hunt no oh yeah, actually yeah i have it's a fun game. I enjoy it with uh, yeah, back I can in the day. see how like that would be fun in that in that map too, because it's a pretty big map and it's got like a lot of like these little things that you could just. It's it's kind of like uh in, in like like kind of like Fallout where you can pick up like just random objects, you know, and just drop them because you're trying to find the creature, right? I know that much it's, about the game, not that much else. Yeah, some creatures they'll like morph into like objects too, so mm -hmm. they're like you know they'll mimic objects. So, so I think that's, that's the yeah. whole basis of the DLC where Probably, some yeah. players play that while everyone else is trying to hunt them. I can see. Sounds that, fun. Yeah. yeah. Shit, I didn't even think of that. But yeah, that's it. That's uh, the game. It's called Prey. It's on PS4. Um, by it's on everything. Yeah. Arcane? Yeah, on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it a chance. Yeah, they, yeah. Got, yeah, they, they got better. They got better. We'll see. I only know what happens after they leave. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it exclusive to just PS? I've uh, seen it on Steam. I've seen it on, yeah, it's on Xbox. I downloaded it on Xbox. Yeah, it's everything. That's good. That's good. For sure. Except Switch. Oh, sounds like a... Sounds like a Halloween, oh, yeah. not Halloween, but like kind of that area. That's around the time I, I was going to stream it, but I, I've been waiting a while. I might just play it soon. Checo's just making a list of all these Halloween games he's going to play. Checo, I, I thought about yeah, it. Uh, seeing as how I wanted to replay the some of the Resident Evil games in preparation right. for 4, yeah, and you've never played it. them, why don't you join my stream? VR? No, well, I mean, for 7, <laughs> yeah. If you want to for 7, yeah. <laughs> We could. Oh, I heard yeah. it's very terrifying on VR. Uh, I want to try that. It'll be funny. <laughs> you play, and I'll just keep the commentary yeah. going. So when you're screaming, I can laugh at you. <laughs> you're just going to push me sometimes like, ah, who's that? I'll just get a feather and start tickling you. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That'd be funny. Pray, Nick. Sounds awesome. So hopefully yeah, we do put that on the list for our October play. Mm -hmm. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Thanks, thanks, Nick. Alrighty, and that was games, and after games, we move on to movies, and movies is going to be me. And my movie today, it's an it's anime trash. movie. It could be trash for some people, actually. Oh some people don't like God, anime. Oh my God, he went there. It's true, though. Some people hate anime for some reason. That, like that I My old roommate. It's like, your anime. favorite anime is trash. My anime better. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hey, my anime better. <laughs> well, my movie is called... Summer Wars. And first of all, have you guys seen the Digimon movie? The original one? But I don't know. I don't think I have. Like a long time ago. Okay, so you you know a little bit of the animation was pretty good for that one, right? At the time, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Well, it's the same people who made that movie, and it's very similar to that same plot almost. Well, there's two plots in this movie. And let me get to who the main protagonist is. His name is Kenji. And he's like a, a math genius, you know? He can just solve problems in his head like nothing. And there's this girl named Nat I can't remember. Natsuki. Natsuki. Okay, that's not bad. And, you know, she's kind of his crush. And she invites him over to spend the summer at her family's house. And he kind of tricks him 
into being his fake fiance for the summer because I get to it's his grandma's her grandma's 90th birthday and the whole family shows up kind of two plots of going on it's like a family reunion thing at the same time something happens that kind of endangers the whole world and it's his fault because well there's this thing called Oz, and Oz is like the internet. Here, there's a little bit of description. Oz is a virtual cyber world interfused to the internet. So it becomes like very populated. Everyone's using it for like everything for school. Uh, hospitals are using it. The government is using it. Milita- it's like the internet, but like more utopian in a way. It's almost mm-hmm. so kind of like, uh, what's that one movie? Shoot, I'm going play Ready Player One. So everyone has avatars and stuff like that. It's kind of like the internet, but with Ready Player One. It's very advanced, but it's very peaceful at first, you know? One day, while he's in the summer with the family over there, he gets a text message, and it's like a mathematical algorithm that it's very... He, he sees it, and he's like, what the heck is this? But then he spends all night trying to figure it out, and as soon as he figures it out, he ends up uh, releasing a virus on this Oz world internet thing, you know? And it makes an AI that comes to life. And this AI is hungry for power or just knowledge and everything. So he's going around and he's getting stronger and stronger. And as the movie progresses, he realizes what he is and what he can do. And eventually he's starting to threaten. He kind of threatens the real world because he wants to destroy that world. Because he's like, well, this is my world. I don't, I don't even need you guys over there. And eventually there's a... And he gets uh, access to nuclear bombs from all the governments in the world. And he gives them a countdown. He's going to send those nuclear bombs and pretty much another destroy the world. It's quite uh, the joke. That's kind of... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's the one plot. The other plot is the family thing. And it's kind of weird because it's really... it's like It goes back and forth between that action kind of sequence and then the family stuff. And the family stuff is actually really cool because it's... I don't know. Some I have a big family, you know, Chris and I. We have a huge family, and those when we use nowadays, it's kind of hard to get everyone together. Near impossible really, at this point. Exactly, and mm. maybe not just for us. Maybe it's for like a lot of people because you know COVID yeah. and everything. Hit. It's very difficult to get those things going with families nowadays. But this movie it did it did that very well. It just represents how big families kind of interact. You know, you got your your weird uncle who's always getting drunk. You got the family obsessed with split sports and that's all they care about that's all they just want to watch they have the 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 cousins are just playing video games and trying to focus on like stuff like that and the cousin actually is actually one of the main also protagonists protagonists uh, remember how i mentioned last time pokemon how the score uh cinder race was i named in king you Cosmo. Named to that yeah yeah that's really this is comes from I, I mentioned like oh summer wars and i'm like oh now i have a movie i can talk about next week oh yeah um in the Oz world, the avatars, uh, like I said, this virus, his name is Love Machine, by the way. Love Machine? It's a weird machine. Hell it's a yeah. weird name. <laughs> but as he progresses to get stronger, he's eating avatars and getting their abilities, so he gets stronger and stronger. And there's a fighting arena area where you can challenge other avatars. It's really, It's a really cool scene, but the cousin, who's like an online gamer, who's really, like, really, really good at stuff like that, shows up and he's like this famous avatar that everyone around the world knows and his name is king cosmo and he shows up and it's almost like digimon because like i said this is kind of like taken from digimon the same animator so 
a lot of it feels like almost like a Digimon battle, and it's some of the action scenes in this movie are so sick. Oh yeah, King Cosma against Love Machine. Every time they had like a battle, mm, Chef's Kiss, so good. Animation, the because it goes from 2D to 3D, and it's really cool. Uh, uh, let's see. Back to the other world, the real world. Like I said, there's a grandma, and she's like an old school, almost like traditional kind of you know family. It's also based in Japan, so it's kind of more traditional stuff like that. And the sad thing, like, this is gonna be a bit of a bit of spoiler. I know, I'm sorry, but it's gonna make the Why make I? you want to jump into it a little bit more. So the reason Oz is so important to everyone is, like I said, hospitals and governments are using it. And she's like an old sick lady. And one night after Oz, kind of like it starts shutting down things. Uh, she her doctor doesn't get notifications that she's feeling ill and she needs her medication one night. So she dies. Very sad. Very sad. So it starts to show real effects in the world of what's going on because of this virus. So, yeah, Kenji and the rest of the family really have to team up to figure out how to solve this problem. And it always comes down to, like, the last hour where they really have to figure out what's how to defeat it. And all I'll say, at the end of the movie, it's like a big battle, but it's a Yu-Gi-Oh! battle, almost. It's like you a card game challenge. Yeah, it's like a card game challenge that they do the against the AI and they defeat it, you know. It's 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 really sweet. That's all I'll say. It's really cool. Family aspect is really cool because everyone's kind of helping him out and teaching him abilities or special skills that they have to him. So I don't know. That's that's kind of what I end about that. Uh, the animation is very. It's beautiful. This movie is beautiful. It came out in two thousand nine, but it feels like it could come out yesterday. Almost like that. Uh, story is very well told. Like I said, it might not be for everyone because it's anime and people look at anime and they're like, oh, no, this is for kids or dweebs and stuff like that. But once it's definitely one of my favorite anime movies and I definitely recommend it. I've watched it like maybe four or five times. Unfortunately, it's very hard to find. It's not streaming anywhere. It is by Funimation, but I went to Funimation and tried to see if I can like stream it and watch it again. And they don't then how it have you watched it? They used to have it like on Crunchyroll oh, okay. and on like other stuff. They've had it before on Netflix too. Sometimes you'll find it in stream, but my hat. <laughs> yeah, if you need to if you want to watch it, you have to Or just go buy it or find it somewhere, you know, to rent it because yeah. it's worth it. This movie will make you appreciate uh 2D animation, anime story is very like you know like i said very well told family oriented and it gets to like a very serious point where like it everyone could die right now if we don't okay. if we don't get our shit together well if i can yeah. find a way to get, see it i'll do it mm-hmm. if not uh someone over there uh has knows the ways of piracy um <laughs> i don't know captain jack sparrow uh-huh. over there huh legally we can't <laughs> confirm who knows <laughs> exactly we we just it's in the air uh, it's in the air we our fbi agents are listening right now <laughs> Highly recommend Summer Wars if you're looking for some some animated stuff or something different, you know. And the Oz world is so colorful and so cool. So I think if you like kind of stuff like that, you'll enjoy too. Yeah, Summer Wars, check it out. It's been I movies. will. If I get the chance. Yeah, games, movies, and now we're talking about shows. And we got David talking to us about a show, a fun one. 
we got a little hint about it, and I'm excited. So go ahead, David. Tell us a little bit about the show. I'm like, <laughs> you got all right. a little hint. I was like, damn, I'm... you're setting him up for failure over here. <laughs> all right, David. What is it? I'm talking about the show The Floor is Lava. You can uh, find it on Netflix, but it's basically it's a kind of like a mini little game show all about people playing The Floor is Lava. Bro, I have a and... video game about that. It is... <laughs> What? Really? Yeah, no, there's a there's I legit have a video show. game called The Floor is Lava where you're jumping to avoid lava. It's funny. That's amazing. I didn't know it was a show. What the fuck? Yeah, it's, yeah, a, it's, it's, it's a, a game show, show on Netflix. Yeah. It's honestly it's hilarious because like mm-hmm. certain people they don't ham it up. But when you get those two groups that really ham it up, it's it's just funny. Because I'm like you're just watching them and like when they lose a person, the person's like, no, and they just like sink slowly underneath the lava and both <laughs> the other guys are just like, oh, no, I, it's just so funny. I just love that someone out there is like, hey, what if that thing we did when we were in elementary school, but invest thousands of dollars? Right. Because I'm like, much, actually, yeah, pretty much. I mean, it worked. <laughs> it works. I mean, here we're talking about it. I, I'm going to watch it just on principle. <laughs> oh, yeah. But you can find it on Netflix. It's pretty easy to find. Uh. The the sets are freaking like yeah. detailed and they're actually pretty cool looking. I gotta say. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it like is it live action? Yeah, it's, yeah, no, no, it's, it's like, like live action. Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. it's like real person. It's a game yeah. show. Okay. Yeah. I love yep. a good game show. I still every now and then go watch MXC. Right. Honestly, the challenges are fun, but it's the people that make the show. So okay. Like, uh, the families or the people that are like the contestants. Just once, yeah. I would like to see someone like fall into the lava slowly and go with the "I hate you." <laughs> <laughs> that'd be amazing uh man yeah, yeah. there's a third season just came out right i think i think i, I thought they were on i think they're only in two seasons right now okay. i think the this second is a new season, season yeah. how many episodes yeah. uh i think there's like 10 episodes in a season so i think it's like 20 episodes so far oh binge watch shit sorry Dude, Rebel, I, you're I getting think... put on the holder again i gotta binge watch floor's <laughs> lava no yeah once you start watching that show you can't stop watching it too. i imagine it's like oh man that's funny. Oh. I'm like, it's, it's entertaining. Unrelated. Yeah. Sorry. I just, so for Checo here, I finally watched yeah. the entire season of uh, Love, Death, and Robot, if you ever want to talk about it. Oh, nice, nice. Oh, nice. The, whole, the new season two? Yeah. Well, I mean, I've watched oh. season one and two. I just finally watched season okay. three. Oh, David, gotcha, gotcha. you should check them out, dude. There's some good episodes. Keep going, though. Let right, me know well, more about the show, though. I'm invested. But, uh, I love how at the very end, like, I think there's like an actual cash prize, but the freaking trophy is a lava lamp. <laughs> like the trophy they get at the very end is the lava lamp. It's like, okay, that's, that's funny. great. That's great. They ran out of budget. Pretty much. They're like, ah, screw it. Just get the lava lamp from there. It's fine. But uh, I would definitely, I would highly recommend it. I watched, I think, most of season one and part of season two before you know I ran out of time and I had to actually talk about it. But there's some, there's some good ones. They actually have like quite a good uh, variety of rooms too. Like okay. every time you go, kind of go in. They have like a new room, and then they start kind of like you know recycling rooms, but they always have like some sort of twist of like, oh, this obstacle is going to be different today, or this obstacle is going to be different. This obstacle spinning a different direction, so you better watch out for that. Mm. That sort of stuff. How uh how long are the episodes typically? What like twenty twenty thirty minutes? minutes? Yeah, yeah. Okay. like at least uh, three challenges in each episode. Almost. Gotcha. Three to two. Okay. Yeah. 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 It depends on how quickly like the people fall in the lava because yeah, exactly. they'll, they'll have more people on the show if like the group just immediately fails. They're like, all right, bring in the next yeah. one. Okay, mm-hmm. got it. Sounds yep. cool. And yep. also, uh, in those challenge rooms, there's always like a uh, hidden secrets 
in there that if you can find it, it helps you make the the obstacle easier. Sounds like yeah. a video game. To get I'm to those it. can be really hard sometimes, or you have to really think about how like you can activate that little path yep. or something. And <laughs> honestly, I think I think some of the best moments I've seen are people where they're like, I think they're like one obstacle away from the the exit, and they do that leap of faith. Oof. Oh, the some... leap of faith, yeah, Dude, that's great. Right. Those... Dude, those yeah, are yeah, yeah. crazy. That's right, because you don't find the the hidden the hidden stuff. It doesn't help with the the. There's like a big gap at the end, and if you find most of those, they get smaller and smaller and smaller. So or they'll like give you like a rope to like swing, or yeah. they'll make it easier somehow. But it's if you can't fun. find that that leap of faith, is sometimes hilarious because okay. you can definitely tell like you can definitely tell like some of the obstacles are slippery. Yeah. So you can definitely tell when they try to like push off that they lose all traction. <laughs> yeah, so banana feel right into the is like ah. Guys, I think we should get on this show. <laughs> Guy, I would lose. <laughs> I'm not no, I was, I was telling you... David, like, most of the times I'm surprised. There's, like, yeah, the physical guys, like, macho big guys, and they, they're usually the ones that fail. It's yeah. always the guys who are, like, more, like, technical and think, of, think about, like, how to get things through faster or work as a team. Mm. Work many... as a team, it's always better. How many people are in each team again? Like, four? It's I think four, it's, like, three. four, yeah. I see, perfect. I think it's, like, yeah, here for you. We, we can definitely <laughs> sign up. <laughs> we can do it, guys. We gotta get that lava faith? lamp. Again. I'm just saying. Yeah, I need it. Somebody do life. a leap of faith. The other guy's sliding yes. down the side. Yes. Hold my arm a... higher, just a little higher. We can use Nick as a bridge. He's the he's the tallest one. Just like hi, <laughs> oh, Nick. God. Just hold on there <laughs> and cross over. <laughs> See, technical, technical stuff. Teamwork. <laughs> <laughs> All right, David. So. That was uh, Floor's Lava. I'll go back and yep, play my video Floor's now. <laughs> I uh, the Netflix, I believe. Yep, yep, yep. Very fun game show. Very fun. And I, I honestly forgot the new season came out, so I'm definitely going to jump on that soon. Get it, okay. Jump on it. Yeah, definitely going to like watch finish watching it, too. Of course. Yeah. I'll get on it. Nice, nice. Good recommendation. Uh, it's been games, movies, shows, and now we're going to move on to books, and Coke is going to take us away with the magical book. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? I just keep hyping everyone up. Stop hyping me. (laughs) I'm not going to shatter their minds with knowledge here. I'm like flipping through what the fuck have I read in the past 10 years. So I was trying to finish a book for this in time. As it turns out, books take a really long fucking time to go through sometimes. They're not all short. So the one I wanted to finish uh, in time, I didn't. I'll probably have it for the next time. I still have like another 10 hours to get through. It's a lot. But um, so I'm, I can't talk about that one this week. And then I was going to talk about a different book, but I can't be certain I haven't already talked about it. Because I don't have a good memory. I don't want to repeat Is it a Warhammer book? It is. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know if I talked about it or not. So I'm just not going to talk about it this time. And it have to do with Space Wolves? No, not this time. <laughs> Look, I'll just I'm, I'll look into it next time, and if I haven't talked about it, I'll talk about it. But instead, so I'm like, fuck, both my options can't. What do I do? So I started going for the brain blast. What have I heard? What have I read? And I remember this one book I read probably when I was 11 years old. Um, no, that can't be right. Maybe 12, young age. And I found this book, this marvelous book, in a Ralph's checkout aisle it was it was just there it was just there next to the magazine rack and i'm like oh i'll take it it found you it found me yes you're right and uh i forgot what we were doing we went on a trip somewhere 
And I read that whole ass book on the way there. First of all, the subject matter of that book, probably not for a kid my age. But I mean, I already confirmed that it. Ooh, maybe one day. No, no. <laughs> I, I was going to talk about the erotic I read that one time when I was a kid. Not this time. Find out <laughs> next time, and I'll go into graphic detail. Uh, instead, I read this book called Velocity by Dean Kuntz. Uh, his last name is Sus, but, uh, you know, respect the man. Kuntz. His name is Dean Kuntz. The book itself, I'm going off memory here, but I'm, I, I kind of refreshed myself a little bit. It's been a long time, but I remember it was about a, a guy whose name was like um, Bill? Billy? Billy. I remember Billy. And he's an old... He, what am I gonna? He's like an uh, author. Give me a second. I'm just. I had it last night. I I'm, I lost it again. Uh, what is it? Okay. It's about this guy named Billy, who was an author, but he kind of lost inspiration because his wife had an accident and she's in a coma. So he kind of just took a... He doesn't write stories anymore. So instead, he's taking a job as a bartender. So while he's bartending, uh, one day, he leaves to go home, and he sees a note on his windshield. And the note says... And I actually have the note, so like I can just read what it says. The note said, If you don't take this note to the police, I will kill a lovely blonde school teacher somewhere in Napa County. It takes place in Napa, Napa County, by the way. If you do take this note to the police, I will instead kill an elderly woman. You have six hours to decide. So, quite the ultimatum. Billy isn't sure if someone's just playing some sick prank, so he takes the, the note to a friend of his who happens to be a cop, I think. And they decide, you know what, this is someone just playing some fucked up joke. And they don't do anything with it. As it turns out, that blonde school teacher, she gets murdered. And it's quite in a graphic manner, too. I don't remember the exact way, because it's been well over 10 years since I read it. But I do remember it stuck with me. I'm like, damn, I shouldn't be reading this. But I kept reading. <laughs> and it throughout the book, more notes keep showing up, basically saying, if you don't do this, I'll kill this person. If you do do this, I'll kill this other person. And he's trying to figure out who the hell is doing this, because they're getting super personal to the point that he's like, it has to be someone I know. And he's looking around. He accuses like a, some, a co-worker of his who he's like, I think it's you. You're a new guy and you've been known to do some fucked up shit. But that guy has an alibi. Can't be him. So try and think if I should. No, I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not you guys. So throughout the, the rest of the book, he just keeps going through it and he's trying to unravel the mystery. And it was a pretty interesting read. Um, if you like a good thriller, because it is a thriller. I recommend reading it. I, I remember it stuck with me this uh, for this long, and it was mostly a positive experience because uh, at the time, most of the books I read were all, you know, fantasy, that kind of shit. Harry Potter and the like. But this really expanded my taste, and I liked it. It does have a good conclusion. Uh, by that, I mean I like the ending. I'm not saying the ending itself is good, but I'm not going to talk about it because I don't want to spoil it for anybody who chooses to read this book. But the thrill of it is, okay, you got the note. What are you going to decide? After the first one, the first one happened so early that I don't feel like it's much of a spoiler because it's literally, literally in some versions of this book have that note as the cover, which is why I decided to say it. So like, you're going to see it. But the rest of the choices, they're pretty intense. And the velocity of it is that you have a timeline. You have to decide fast. 
So he has to try to figure out who the fuck is doing all this shit in time before more people kept getting killed. Especially because he thinks some of the murders are starting to be like, uh, they're getting closer to him. So it's going to start being people like him. So he fears for his like wife's safety. And uh, I liked it. So, you know, Velocity. Check it out. Gene Koontz. Koontz. Murder is the wife. I know it. I just know it. She's in a coma, dude. Perfect alibi. Sounds like it goes like slow. (laughs) She's got psychic mind powers. Yeah, they're building up the story now. Sounds fun, though. I don't know if you should have read this as a kid, Chris. I don't, I absolutely shouldn't have. The, the, the murders. Yeah, I mean, at first it gets, it looks like kind of slow, and like I, I'm surprised that you actually kept with it. And then, yeah. I like, used to I be an avid know. reader. I read dumb shit as a kid. It didn't. Re- I mean, I really liked reading, so even if it was bad, I still kept going. I think I've only ever stopped reading like two books where I'm like, wow, this shit trash. But uh, at the time, it was just building up setting, and the the big thing, like you know, the the, the first note. Doesn't happen that long into the book, so it, it got my interest fast. Nice, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll definitely I, check it out. It looks like a, or it sounds like a really good one. Yeah, he has a lot of. He, Dean Koontz has made a lot of books, and that's just the first one I ever read. I think I also read another one back in the day, but I'm not saying it was a bad book, but I don't remember. Cool, we'll ch- check it out. I like a good murder mystery thriller. That's a mystery mm-hmm. as well. So. I'm sure cool. I still have the book somewhere, but oh, don't ask yeah, for it because I don't know where. It's been over a decade, bro. Okay. And you said the name was? Velocity. Velocity. Cool, cool. We'll check that out. By like, Dean Koontz. Sounds like a movie I've seen too before. Hey, I, can't oh, think, oh, I can't think of what team. it was. Maybe it was an adaptation of that with a different name. It's it possible. similar to something I've watched. Mm-hmm. That would be so, a cool movie. It is. Exactly. I know it has a spinoff book, but I never read the spinoff book. Okay. Maybe more. More to read. All right. That was games, movies, shows, and books. Great recommendation from everyone. Great, great titles there. Now we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. We're back. <laughs> Alrighty. Who farted? Was that you, Nick? Sounds like Nick fart. <laughs> uh, I mean, I was kind of feeling like a little shit coming out, but. There you go. On the nose. Called it. <laughs> But now we're going to be moving on to our general topic, and that's when we discuss a weekly question that we bring up. And this one was a little tricky, and I think it was David who came up with it. You? One of you guys. It was me? No. Dave, Bro, it was you, Nick? How did you like, oh, I think I came up with it. <laughs> <laughs> I came hey, up with it. Sometimes I say, Chris is over here oh, okay. waving. I'm like, <laughs> it's ahead, me, Chris, and you're like, us. it's It's me? I, something in my head popped in there, and I just said it. Wow. <laughs> All right, Chris, what was, our, what was the question this week? What was the question? Fuck, I don't know. David, what was the question? <laughs> I came up with the idea. David came up with the way to say it, so. Wordings. Uh, favorite major minor character. Boom. Here we go. Easy just one character, right? Yeah, one. ideally. I mean, it could be a group. Yeah. But if really. you have a runner-up, go for it. Throw him in the in the spot. No, I was just too. saying because what the way it sounds is like you gotta you have to have a major and a minor. Character. No, no, no. It's like a minor character That's that was, was a major character major to the movement. Impact. Yeah, yeah, major no. impact. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, I, I had a feeling. Okay. And since I guess Coco came up with the idea, that means oh, he gets to go first. You. That's how it goes. <laughs> That's how it goes. <laughs> All right. All right, Coco, tell us your major minor character. Run into minor, the fire right away. Uh, my major minor character. I I I feel like he's a minor character. At least, 
if someone out there is be like, well, actually, don't at me. Um, it's gonna be about the Darksiders games again because I've talked about I like those games, and it's specifically Darksiders one <clears throat> because this character I think becomes a major character in the third game. I don't remember, but in the first game he's not super big. The character's called Old Thane. Now Old Thane. Some plot spoilers for Darksiders. If you don't like that, you had your chance. Um, Ulthane is a maker. Now, the makers are a race of beings that are older than heaven and hell. And they help the creators and the Charred Council, which is like the judgment entity to keep heaven and hell from destroying everything. Uh, they kind of help out the Charred Council, but mostly they make worlds. That's the whole point of the Maker. They they crafters. They're basically think of dwarf dwarven mentality, but they're not dwarves. They're fucking. They're big. They're tall. But anyways, old things a, a Maker, and usually the the fates of heaven and hell are very intertwined with stuff that the Makers are doing. Old thing don't give a fuck. He's like not my business. Don't at me with that shit. However, when you first meet old thing, it's in the first game. After the apocalypse has already happened, uh, humanity has been wiped out, and it's just a war between heaven and hell, and hell is winning by a lot. And Ulthane is on Earth, as you're playing war, you find him, and he's just kind of vibing. And you're talking to him, he's kind of insulting you in a very thick Scottish accent, and he's insulting you because he doesn't give a fuck. You're like, heaven and hell fear you because you're a horseman of the apocalypse. The One of the... Uh, one of the four charged by the Charred Council to maintain order. Heaven and hell fear you. Old Thane thinks you're small. Because you are. But compared to him, you're quite small. And uh, eventually, the angels come because they blame war for the apocalypse. Because the whole premise of Darksiders 1, uh, this is where the plot spoilers come in, is that there's these seven seals, right? And at a specific time, to keep heaven and hell from warring at each other, they, they forge a truce. Okay. At a specific time, when mankind has developed enough that you guys won't just completely wipe them out, at a specific time, the seals will break. And when that happens, the apop apocalypse will begin. Y'all can go ham. Heaven and hell and, and humanity versus each other, and the horsemen will come to meet out justice. Like, it's just the end times, but at least it'll be on equal footing, you know. All the armies are equal footing. That's the plan. The premise of Darksiders 1 is that some people, I'm not going to talk about who, because I at least want to keep that spoiler free. Some people are like, hey, fuck that. I kind of want to kill the other side quicker because uh, they're bad. So let's kill them fast. So it was like, okay, how do we do that? Well, what if we break all but one? So six of the seals, break them to start the process so that the other side shows up on Earth. And they'll be like, what the hell? Why are we here? And then we go in and shank them. I'm talking in very loose terms, obviously. It's like, we'll go in there and shank them. And if we don't break the seventh seal, the horsemen aren't summoned. So it's no big deal. They're not Because if the horsemen are summoned, we're fucked. They're that powerful. So we're going to break six, uh, six seals. The other side will show up, and then we're going to shank them. And then we're going to have someone reforge the seals so that when the charred council goes like, hey, what happened? What's going on? It's like, I don't know, man. They showed up. The seals are intact that's not us we just responded because they started attacking so it's like okay okay you guys are just defending understood go ahead and kill the other side that was their hope that's not what happened 
but I'm not here to talk about what happened. The reason it picked Ulthane, who shows up for that one brief moment, and I think you talk to him one more time in the game, but he's like not big to the plot. He's just a side character for flavor. Ulthane is the person who you find out, again, spoilers, he's the one that crafted the weapon needed to break all six uh, seals. On top of that, he's the person that forged the six seals again after they broke to fool them. So without him, literally none of the story could have happened. If he hadn't forged the weapon, the seals wouldn't have been able to break. The whole plan couldn't have gone. Other um, shit made the plan fail, but it was a solid plan to begin with. Was, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, just this one guy who's like, ah, and he even threatens you. He's like, I ain't afraid of death. And my <laughs> shitty Ulthane voice. And war is like, it's not death you should fear. It's like, okay, guy. Calm down on the steroids. But that guy, who's being just jovial and killing angels for fun, he pretty much, I mean, without him, none of the games would have happened. Like, literally none of them. Well, except Genesis. The Genesis takes place before. But everything else, 1, 2, and 3, would not have happened if Ulthane just wasn't there. Because he's the only maker that agreed to do it. But without him, there is no plot, no consequences. No, nope. all avoided. Because the other people that wanted to like ha make the plot happen, like the the conspiracy as they call it, they don't have the means to make uh to break the seals That's, or reforge them. Yeah. It's just a dream in their minds. Without Ulthane being there to do it, none of it would have happened. But they convince him. Uh, because he don't give a fuck about heaven and hell. He's like, yeah, sure, why not? Oh, <laughs> oh easy. Where the other ones are like, maintain the balance, and he's like, eh, for memes, let's do it. <laughs> he's like, well, let's see what happens. Let's just. Yeah. Let's see, I mean, he regrets it afterwards, but okay. eh. at the time, he's like, this will be kind of funny, though. <laughs> I'm sure there's a legit reason, but I remember it was yeah. like, he just didn't care. All right. So he's not a bad guy, but he's not a good guy either. He just was there. He's he morally great. Uh, he cares okay. about people and innocence. I think he had good intentions, but like, he didn't, as the about others didn't either. He didn't think about the consequences. Because okay. uh, as it turned out, when the shit they go down, they went to go shank the other side. The other <laughs> side was a little ready for them, so it didn't work out like they wanted it to. See? Oh, you brought and a shank? I brought a Glock. So that's kind of how it went. <laughs> Good thing they had him, then. Well, yeah, that's kind of big. Yeah, that's a big mind. The entirety of 1, 2, and 3 would not have happened if he yeah. didn't. He wasn't there. That's that's basically mm -hmm. why he's such a major minor character. Yeah. So yeah, old thing. My favorite... Mm -hmm. uh, not Scottish, Scottish dwarf. That's not a dwarf because he's huge. He's thick. Oh, okay, Coco. That's a pretty awesome major minor character there. And yeah, I guess the games wouldn't be there if it wasn't for this guy. So Just Genesis. Because Genesis takes place before, but everything else, the other three games, like yeah. the other three games follow the consequences of what happened in the beginning of that war. Mm -hmm. So none of them would have happened if Ulthane wasn't there to break the seals or make the thing to break the seals. As it goes. As it goes. Oh, cool, cool. Awesome. Uh, I'm not sure if awesome, actually. Just cool major guy. Cool major minor guy. Yeah. Keep it as that. He's enlightening. Oh. I like him a lot. It's just when yeah. I learned, I'm like, oh, so you're literally the the, the linchpin. Without you, none of this. Good job. You always need that. You always need tell me why I'm a dick again. You tell me <laughs> why I'm a dick again. <laughs> Dang. All right, Chris. And yeah, go play uh, Dark Siders if you haven't. If even though you got a little spoiler, hey, it's always good. It's okay. Now you know mm, the reasons. So, it's such cool. a minor thing. Like it's just now one of those. You... It's a footnote that happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why don't you go check it out, Checo? 
Right? Because I want to. Because I want to hear about your major minor character, Nick. Oh damn! Tell you're us up. a little bit about Ooh. that. Ouch. Yeah. Well, anyways, um, I mean, I was yeah. gonna pick a like a random one, um, right. but uh, like I was I was gonna go with Gamora at first from like uh, the Marvel, you know, since she's like pretty important in the whole universe. Okay. In the end, I guess. Um, but I mean, now that I when I the more I like thought about it, she was like you know kind of just only that important when it came to like you know end games, I think. Mm-hmm. Where she got sacrificed and all that, and then like you know, they used her against uh, what's it called, Star Lord and all that, um, or you know, whatever his name is. Um, but anyways, I changed it up. I ended up going with uh, Nick Fury, um, from you know, Marvel. Actually, yeah, it's, it's kind of hard, good. honestly, to pick like a main character in that whole fucking thing because on you can consider every single one a main character if if like they have their own show and their own movie at some point, you know, like it's kind of yeah. Yeah, I picked Nick Fury because, yeah, he's, like, one of the most, like, he, he doesn't have, like, very many, like, you know, abilities and shit, but he does play a big part in the whole, the whole, basically the whole arc of, the, like, the whole, sh- maybe all the him, There's no Avengers. There's no Avengers. There's no nothing, really. Like, he, he comes, it's like, he was, he's been around for so long. He's mm-hmm. been, like, calling, like, he called in uh, Captain Marvel back in the day. He... He dealt with like a lot of shit, and then eventually he got to you know forming the Avengers, you know, and you know bringing everybody together. But yeah, without him, there would be like basically nothing around. He he didn't just bring them together too. He like you know fought against Hydra, you know he he ran Shield. He he like started a bunch of other stuff, and he's been protecting Earth for a while too. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, without him, um, the whole Marvel universe wouldn't be the same. You know, he he basically brought everybody together. He's like the glue that you know. Yeah, you right. everyone. Even if like he didn't go into space and like find every other like you know Marvel character. You know, Isn't like, he literally in space by the last time we see him? Yeah, I think so. Like he, he's like, happen you know, him. retired and shit. Um, I think he retired okay. and he's just like you know he's he's still like taking calls from like you know the other. Cause like I think they shut down Shield and they opened up like a uh, sword. I guess that's what they called it. Mm. Um. So yeah, they, he's like just taking calls and helping them out, but he's basically retired in a way. Um, I think he's just running away because I think the Shield turned against him or something. Every, Hydra, everyone was trying to kill maybe. him. I want Hydra. Yeah, Hydra yeah, was trying probably. to kill him, so he went to space. And I think he's trying to something with uh, Creeds or the the alien race yeah. out there. I guess we'll find out. Some I don't. I don't. Yeah, there's a lot going on there. Secret yeah. Invasion coming soon. Secret Wars is coming, yeah. Secret Wars is the next big one. So mm-hmm. we'll see. And he's going to be the main, yeah, the reason that happens, I guess. We'll see. Most likely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my character. Yeah. Okay, yeah. He literally brought the Avengers Initiative to Iron Man to have it happen, so. Well, yeah, that. He, he brought in uh, Captain Marvel. Like, you know, he's had Captain Marvel on the back of his, you know. True. Just like as a backup, he found Captain America, and like, then she ice, showed up like... to fight Thanos, got punched out of existence, and here we are. Yeah, <laughs> I always yeah, laugh I mean, when yeah. I remember seeing that movie and she gets punched and she's pew. I'm like, well, I guess that's her moment. Moving on. Oh god, he even he even got that one. What's that? It's like it's not even a cat. It's like that one. Fuck, you know how he loses his eye and all that yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, it's that weird it's, alien it's thing. Not even a cat. Like everybody thinks it's a cat the whole time. Like. <laughs> Oh god, but yeah. All right, Nick. Well, good one. Did not think about that one either. So, see, there you go. And uh, David, I'm gonna save you last. I'm gonna save you for last. So I'm gonna Damn. go ahead. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just wanna make sure we don't have the same one. Or David's like, ah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's like actually, my guy is la, la, la. <laughs> my guy is uh very essential to the 
story and even the show in general because without him we won't even have the title of this show bro i already I, about... you just i know who you're gonna talk about now i'm not gonna say it but i know who you're gonna talk about right right well you i'm just talking about to say the, the title series is dragon ball and then i thought about wait wait where did the dragon balls came from who made dragon balls of course i'm talking about kami kami is a green guy alien who lives in the tower and he created the dragon balls and without him it would be no series there'd be no wishes there'd be no nothing and he's also a piccolo piccolo's what is he like a clone i don't know he Not split clone. himself he's his half his yeah, other it's half. half so he split himself from, uh piccolo and without piccolo he can't be there either so it's kind of like a cool story plot that happens between them two and then eventually they kind of come to be one again and spoilers for dragon ball z (laughs) exactly but then you get the cool piccolo who becomes you know gohan's trainer mentor other figure in a way better than goku that's facts Mm -hmm. (laughs) but yeah back to kami kami yeah he's the creator of the dragon balls and at one point in the story, the Dragon Balls do get destroyed, and he recreates them. Uh, makes it uh, possible for Goku and his friends of group to make wishes again. But he was uh, originally gonna not do it because he saw that humanity he wanted the Dragon Balls for like, you know, to make wishes, selfish wish uh, wishes, and like we're always going at war, or killing each other for them. But then Goku showed them like, hey, no, there's good reasons that we could use them for you know in case there's ever some stuff that happens and we need to do some serious wishing <laughs> i just thought of something uh it's a good thing kami ain't around in super because he's already gone by that point he's yeah. he's back with piccolo because <laughs> you find out bulma's been using them to make herself young again <laughs> <laughs> oh that's wow. so true forget about that <laughs> and then these to be selfish like... reasons and then freezes like yeah, i yeah. want to be taller <laughs> <laughs> and they used to have a lot more strict rules on the Dragon Balls. Like, I guess apparently they used to be only used once a year, or it had to be a year apart when you can use them. Mm. Then once he met Goku, he's like, yeah, I'll take that rule away. So you were, you were able to use the Dragon Balls more often I think once you, can you put them together. Use more wishes per use is the big thing. Mm. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, without Kami, no Dragon Balls, no show, no, adventure. no wishes. I mean, the whole reason like Bulma met Goku was because she was looking for the Dragon Ball and found the hat. When did, and eventually, uh, yeah. When did they change the Dragon Ball? So, um, like, because like he I was remember, still a kid. Yeah, no, I remember when they went to like Namek, they figured out that like, yeah, this these balls can do three wishes, but like, oh, yeah. I know that the Earth ones only did one wish, and then they True. like turned to stone. You know, right, right, right. Well, the reason I think that they can only do one wish is because well, he's like a big, powerful guy, but and his home planet, you get to meet the the overall the king or not the king but like an emperor he's just the, the wisest yeah, yeah the wise old man yeah yeah guru Who showed him how to do them but yeah and that planet you had to have their native language for some reason to make the wishes and then over here you know you don't mm. it's weird it's weird dragon ball sometimes that makes sense usually it doesn't so have you ever watched don't... dragon ball abridged oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah dude yeah. i love guru and that shit now look at that butterfly kick its ass a nice. uh, guru and that one is amazing. It's so I love it. funny. Then we don't really talk about GT because GT kind of yeah. like threw off a lot of the things that Dragon Ball and Dragon Balls in general had to do because of that. In that story plot, the Dragon Balls in, themselves become 
dragon creatures or monsters. I liked aspects of GT. It's just that some yeah. of the episodes were kind of boring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, that was almost kind of a cool prom- uh, premise, but then I'm yeah. like, well, it doesn't make sense with any of the things that we have with the original show. So, interesting aspect. But yeah, uh, Kami is my choice because, yeah, like I said, without him, we wouldn't even have a Dragon Ball title. So, there would be no mo- like show. What's that? Did you guys ever figure out what GT actually stands for? Grand Tour. Uh, Grand Tour. So the T's Tour in the universe or galaxy. Uh, I was weird. <laughs> we don't talk about GT. <laughs> I like the Super Saiyan Four form. I kind of wish they kept that over blue. Oh, yeah, and then uh, what's his name? Vegeta. He doesn't even get his. Well, he does get to uh, Super Saiyan Four, but with the help of like technology. He and cheated. Vegeta, exactly. Yeah, so I'm like cheating. Wait, I don't know. I never liked that. <laughs> he still looks cool. I like uh, I like when they fought Baby too. That was pretty good. I mean, yeah, Baby Arc that. was one of the good ones. Look, I'm just saying, Super Saiyan Four Gogeta is still my favorite like evolution oh, yeah. across all. I like Ultra Instinct Goku. Don't care. Oh, Super Saiyan Four Gogeta though, that's yeah. cool. I get it. He's so cocky. He fought with his feet. <laughs> he's just like this the whole time. Yeah, like he's got oh. his arms crossed, just oh, kicking right. people. It's great. <laughs> all right, cool. Moving on. Now it's gonna be David finishing it up with his. I'm like, all right. With mine, I think I took it a little bit more literally. Well, I guess I guess it's not literally, but like from an actual gameplay perspective. Did he understand because, the homework? I mean, yeah. Because it was one of those, I picked the Merchant from Resident Evil 4. Just because it's one of those, from if, if you're taking it from like, okay, so the gameplay of you buy ammo from the Merchant, you buy the new weapons and everything like that, right? I mean, if that guy wasn't there, Leon would have been kind of fucked. Just a little bit. Have just a, pistol a little bit time. fucked. Yeah, and then like dwindling ammo supplies. If you know, if we're taking it like, oh, this is the the kid, like the cannon. It's like, oh, this merchant was actually there. He was actually selling Leon, keeping him supplied throughout the entire adventure. He would have been kind of fucked without his support. Like, cause he, what 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 would he have had? Just a knife the entire time. I mean, I don't think I don't think that would have worked on very much of anything. I mean, but, yeah. Without the merchant, Leon's just playing speedrun mode. Pretty much, which, which I, mean, I mean, like some people it's do it's possible, but, but is it a I fun mean, time? I disagree. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Because I'm like, what you're glitching through the world? Leon can't do that. Can't do Leon that. can't glitch through the world. He's just a regular ass dude with an interesting haircut, right? It's like, come on, come on. And besides, even in speedrun, they still buy stuff from the merchant, like the high powered rifle and everything. So it's still necessary to beat the game. So it's just one of those, nah, nah. You need the merchant. Without the merchant, Leon probably wouldn't have survived. Or at least would have had a really tough time of it. Or would have a really tough time. But I'm like, yeah, that, that's 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 my pick. I know it's pretty simple, but... It's very literal. I mean, it's yeah, different interpretation. I see where, where you're going with it. Yep. Yeah. It's one of those, if, if it wasn't for the merchant, Leon probably would have died on that island, failed the mission. Is he I only wonder in if he that will... one game? Or is Resident he Evil 4. He's only in 4. I wonder yeah, how they're going to use him in the remake. If he doesn't I know. Go, welcome, then I'm just going to delete the game. Alt tap for uninstall. What are you buying? What are you what selling? Is <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, man. I'm just saying, like, there's very aspects of Resident Evil 4 that need to be in that remake, and if they're not, I'll uninstall, uh, zero ratings, send an angry email to Capcom, tear off my... <laughs> I'm going too far. <laughs> nice. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to color over the ta- that Resident Evil tattoo uh, well, I was gonna look at the maker, like the creator of Resident Evil, and just put like devil horns on his head. 
Just get a dartboard, uh, put them on the wall. <laughs> Start just chucking darts at them. <laughs> well, nice, nice. We gotta, we gotta see what happens in the next game because he seems like he's still a major character. No, nope. he's, he's just the one game, dude. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. If they're gonna game. remake the game, oh, on the remake, yeah, no. yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm, I know mine was a little bit more simple, but hey, sometimes that's literally all it takes. Yeah. You just gotta have one guy really making an impact, and there we go. He did that. He I mean, fuck, job. if we're going down David, I'm going to use an example. If we're going down David's literal use, I'm going to say bottles, bottles, goggles, the fucking mole from Banjo-Kazooie, because he teaches you shit. If he's not there, I'm like, bro, bro, I mean, <laughs> how honestly, go, you're, you're how on you going to go up the slope, you know, to get right? to the levels without the talent rot? Fucking mm-hmm. bottles, and don't, and don't, and like to uh, fucking double down on that jam jar. Same thing. Jam jar wasn't there. How are you going to open thing? doors, bro, without the oh, beat blaster? I'm just saying. I'm like, wait, you, you, you need grenade, you need grenade aid. Shit out I'm of sorry, grenade, you didn't talk to We him. were overthinking this one because I had such a difficult time. Like, this I'm week. going I'm like, for like story and lore. David's like, literally cannot p- proceed through the game. I guess you're right. I did overthink about it. <laughs> Why is the but story not progressing? You literally cannot beat the game without this. <laughs> Much more literal. Good job, Dave. Damn. Chris, next week's general topping. After giving it some thought, we're gonna go with a sequel. That's better than the one that came before. I worded that really weirdly. Uh, mm-hmm. A better sequel. Basically, anything, whether it be the second book in a trilogy or fucking omnibuses, a movie, the second movie in a series, the second game in a series, but that is just objectively, because it's all opinion-based, objectively better than the original. So yeah, the better sequels. Uh, yeah, a lot of them out there. And a lot of the original stuff usually hard to compete with. So. True, because they set it all up. But... Because mm-hmm. oftentimes you can't replicate magic. But every so often, you improve on the magic. Improve on it or perfect it. Perfect it, yeah. Stuff there. So I'm excited for this one next week. Might even start off our episode with it because it seems like a fun one to start with. Yeah, so, we'll yeah. see. Sure. Change it up. Alrighty, guys. Well, that's been our Nerd Dumplings episode this week. Make sure to check out our other stuff and our nerd news. And uh, us up on Twitter, Instagram, and Coco has a Twitch. Go follow him there at Coco Coco. underscore. Look, I've been really, uh, really lacking on streaming. And I'll be honest, Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. I I got a new job and I'm starting very soon. So we'll see how this streaming thing goes. Try to see me on my Twitch. If not, at least my Instagram. I'm a little more active there. Yeah, at least watch his old videos. They're there. Yeah. Sure. There you go. Make sure to follow us on all those apps, like I said. And yeah, thanks for stopping by. Thanks again, guys, for coming by, too. And I can't wait for next week. So we'll yep. see what happens. See you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys have a nice day. Have a good life. Next week. Bye.